Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. <laughs> oh. That's funny, huh? Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. That's right. We also work our nine-to-five jobs together, we teach together, and we own the Lovett Company. We do so much together, and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24-7 relationship. That's right, a relationship that is all day, every day. Plus, we wanted to share with you how we managed to run our business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids, chores, and fun. So in this podcast, the Success in Black and White podcast, we will talk about navigating the gray in life. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to be bringing to you Real Talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. We are back in the house one more again, one more again. As always. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Coming at you. Live. Yeah. So tonight we're talking about how to survive a transition. That's right. I want to know why you got your hoodie on. What? This is like, so think about it, like a caterpillar. It goes into a cocoon and then it transitions while it's in the cocoon and transform into a butterfly. So this is in representation of my cocoon. So during this episode, can we expect you to transition into some sort of butterfly? Nah, that'll happen after the show is over. Oh, but y'all during miss but during the show, while I'm in my cocoon, a lot of transition and transformation concepts and uh, ideas and tips are gonna flow. Oh. So it's kind of like we're in the moment. We're talking about it. I'm in the cocoon. I'm kind of going through and navigating through my transformation, my transition. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Can you dig that, sister? Sure. All right. But <laughs> I'm yeah, digging it. yeah. This is how I'm feeling right now. I'm rocking it. I'm in my transition, my transformation mode in my cocoon. (laughs) (laughs) You look great as always, dear. I appreciate it. Thank you, sweetie. You are so welcome. So um, let's jump in into this episode about surviving transitions. All right. And we talked about this concept because we were talking one day at lunch, which we, I mean, we talk throughout the entire day about the ideas that we have to talk about on the podcast or to share with you guys in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And we we're talking about at lunch about the various transitions that we've both been through together and individually. Right. And we thought it would be a really good topic to talk about and kind of how we survive some of those transitions. Yeah, I agree. And we've been through a lot, so we could stay on that all day. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it'll also be good to kind of give the people an idea of what it looks like for us individually and then together as a couple. Okay, cool. Yeah. So where do you want to start? How do you want to jump start this off? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to talk do you want to talk about your your transitions first or do you want to talk about the tips and how you and use your transitions then? You want to talk about individual or as a couple? Yeah. Well, let's talk individual? about individual first. Okay, let me yeah. see. A transition for me um, okay. and one that pops into mind. And then I have some that are 
a little bit smaller, less intense, but I'll start off with a very intense one. When I was transitioning to college from high school, um, that was a huge transition for me on many different levels. Um, I will talk about the level of being an athlete and transitioning from high school as an athlete to college as an athlete. Um, why it was so huge and so difficult for me um, is because me personally, I felt like I was not prepared in high school for what I faced at the collegiate level. And I don't know, I'm, I'm not blaming anybody or pointing the fingers or saying it's the fault of my high school or my coaches. But after I got to college and um, made the football team, I was not ready for what I stepped into. And that was probably one of the most challenging and difficult transitions for me, period, because I didn't feel like I was up to speed. I didn't feel like I had the knowledge. I didn't feel like I had the particular skill set to even put myself in position to even perform at a high level. Right, because we've talked about in the past on a past episode how you did not like nowadays if your child wants to play football, mm-hmm. then you start getting them involved the minute they start talking about football. Right. Like, literally when they're six years old, you're like, Go play flag football and then a little bit older, go play Pop Warner. And right. then go try out for the junior high teams or whatever you have. And then you right. start looking at club wait, is there club football? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of others. But it's seven on seven oh, okay. summer leagues. Um, yeah. So you, you have those you have different opportunities. Camps. Yeah. Like there's so many opportunities for your kids to go just if we were using football yeah. to develop these skills. But we know from a past episode that you didn't do yeah, I started any late. of these things. Yeah, I was a late bloomer um, for whatever reason. I was a late bloomer as an athlete and especially a football athlete. Well, you started in when you were like a, a junior, a sophomore, sophomore, junior. Sophomore was in my high school. Yeah. So to me, that's amazing that you could even go to college and get a scholarship to play, and not just any college, like yeah, a Division One. Yeah. NCAA school and yeah. play and you'd only been playing for two and a half years. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. So um, that transition was tough for me. Yeah. And one of the things that I believe made it tough was because I was um, physically gifted and athletic. The coaches used that in high school and never taught me the appropriate techniques. Oh, like the smarts. Like. The smarts, yeah. So I yeah. felt like that's what I was missing when I transitioned to college. Um, the techniques, the skill set. Uh, and I was trying to learn that as well as kind of fit in, as well as find my place, as well as learn the system, as well as learn the plays. I mean, and you figure all of that out and all you are is just athletic you have no technique, knowledge, no skill sets, none of that. You're just athletic. Everybody there is athletic. They go around the nation and recruit. Right. The most athletic, the most athletic high, school high school players. To come play on the college team. So those who had that skill set, who had that knowledge, who knew and understood the different techniques were so far advanced than I was. And then not only that, the upperclassmen that were also advanced, but also had the experience as well. Mm -hmm. So I was 
I came in like way, way, way below the level that I felt like I needed to to, first of all, be comfortable and confident in even being on the team. And then just the human element of, and we see this because we work with college students all yeah, the time. Yeah, definitely. Just the human element of you are away from your family and yep. your friends that you've always known. And so that's just an added layer of, I'm sure for you, you were a student athlete. Yep. Trying to transition from being purely athletic to having to have some sort of player and field smarts that you just hadn't really been taught. Yep. And then all of a sudden you also like don't have your mama anymore and like mm-hmm. you don't have your sisters mm-hmm. and you don't have your friends that you're used to. Like, no. And the coaching was very different as well. Mm. <laughs> it's a real deal coaching. Uh, the coaching was very different. And, it and was, you had the old school. You had the Bobby Bowden. Yeah. So I had the old school, old school coach. School yeah. Coaching it was very, very <laughs> different than high school. Yeah. Um, whereas high school, they kind of, it was just like, get out there and, you know, go do this and just make a play. Whereas, you know, when I was in college, I mean, it was, you even lined up wrong or you played the wrong technique or you ran the wrong route by, you know, a half of a yard. Like they were on you. I mean, on you, on you. <laughs> so it was very different. Um, and that, made it a transition for me and it wasn't an easy transition as we go through some of the steps I'll kind of you know relate back to this story and tell you where um, I failed at using some of these tips and um, I failed at kind of navigating the transition and putting me in a position to be successful um, as an athlete so okay yeah that's my I that's guess your that's, individual yeah that's my individual transition yeah okay I always try so hard, like we talked about this a little bit beforehand, um, about we'll have individual transition stories, then we'll talk about transition stories as a couple because, you know, managing our relationship and the relationships we have with other people is super important, especially when you talk about transitioning because that's a huge life jump when you talk about a transition. Yeah. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I just had such a hard time coming up with, especially like looking at the tips that we're going to talk to you guys about for individual transitions. It's hard for me because I'm sure I experienced these, but I am very, we talked about this last week with self-awareness. I'm so optimistic and so (laughs) forward future thinking, like to me, like when the past happens, it happens. I'm done. I never reflect back on it. Like I'm always looking forward and sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's really bad. Um, and I've really just gotten started thinking about that as we've started the podcast and having to talk about some of these topics. But for me, I'm thinking like probably my biggest transition was moving a thousand miles away from my family in college. That's a big deal. It was a big transition. Yeah, I moved from Colorado to Florida to go to college, and I left friends. I left family. Um, I had just kind of left the comforts of what I knew so I could go out on my own and explore and just, you know, develop as I needed to as a person. Um, and as I thought back to that, like there were probably a few growing pains, and the ones I remember the most had to do more so with. <laughs> I feel like this sounds really stupid right now, but they had to do more so with the fact that I was having a hard time navigating my academic course choice than like 
adjusting to a new city or like I adjusted quick. I didn't I didn't have a downtime. I found jobs right away. I made friends right away. Nothing really phased me in moving that far away. It was just academics. That sounds about right. But um, what were these academic um, courses or classes? (laughs) (laughs) What were they? I want to know. You're so mean. You already know. Now I got to say it. So I wanted to be, I moved when I called my parents. Come on. Get it out. Okay. <laughs> I My first year of school, I went to Kansas, a very small school in Kansas. I didn't like it only, not because of the people. I love the people and I met some good lifelong friends there. I hated it because it snowed and I was okay. building houses for Habitat for Humanity, right. which is a great organization. Love them still, but I was building in the snow every day. Uh-huh. Come on. Okay. So I was tired of it. So I called my parents and I said, I still want to be a marine biologist. <laughs> Because this was my <laughs> lifelong dream. Hey. Stop laughing at me. I still want to be a marine biologist, and I wanted to talk to dolphins. Talk and, to dolphins, and y'all. I, and I, she wanted to be a dolphin whisperer. Yeah, I did. And I called my parents, and I was like, I want to talk to dolphins, and I can't do that in Kansas. So I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> That's what I said to them. Hey. And God bless my parents were a, like. A dolphin okay. whisperer. Oh, I love it. I love it. And then I didn't. So anyway, so the academic coursework I got caught up in because I wanted to be a marine biologist. Biology. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Made it through physics. Made it through botany. I couldn't make it through chemistry or biology, which are the two things that you need to be. Right. Like I was making it through one science type and not through the other. I just couldn't (laughs) do it. So I switched my major. All right, then. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted you to share that with the people so they'll know that you wanted to be a dolphin whisperer. I love dolphins. I know. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was my individual transition. But like I was telling you guys, I feel kind of bad about it because I know some people when they talk about individual transitions, they have some really like there were things that really affected them that were really hard times. (laughs) I see you trying to position that label. (laughs) Come on now. Keep going. Anyway, (laughs) so I felt bad because I'm like, even the most... Uh, the thing that I completely uprooted myself moved across the country away from everybody and it yeah. really didn't phase me. And it's just my personality and my outlook, I guess. I just yeah. I made friends right away and I got a job right away and I took classes and I was good. I'm not surprised by any of that. Like you do that really well. Like, yeah, yeah when you want to pursue something, you, you kind of go for it and like meeting people and making friends and all of that stuff. But you know what? I do want to say this is one of the tips that we have and we haven't really jumped into them yet, Uh but I think that this is good advice and it's something that I've talked about often with people around me. You and I have talked about often is the fact that when a major transition happens, you have to be flexible and adaptable to it in some way. And we have tips about recognizing when the transition is going to happen and Mm -hmm. all of that. And so we'll get into that, but you do have to be flexible and adaptable. Yeah, And that's one thing like that comes to me naturally, but to a lot of people, it doesn't come naturally. Yeah, And so you have to practice that in other ways in your life Mm -hmm. that I can't tell you because I don't know, because I just, it just, it does come naturally to me. Yeah. And that's not a bragging point because sometimes we've talked about that's not a good thing. Like I don't take the time to reflect or I don't think about things from the past. And so it just... No, like nothing ever. I just look for the future. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. So. That sounds about right. Anyway. All right. Um, but that is super important. Okay. To, to do. So, um, let's talk about 
I have two things that for us as a couple in the way that we manage our relationship, two mm-hmm. major transitions that we had to go through and we've had a lot. Yeah, I was and about so to say, are, I don't even know which two yeah. she's about to tell y'all. So I'm just going to Yeah, you can brace add myself. in other transitions if you want no, to. No, baby, I'm going to go with your two. Okay. So the so one of the transitions that we had was um, becoming parents. Okay. Yep. That was a major, That was major a huge transition. Transition. Yeah. Definitely was. Um, and then the other one was, I want to say starting the business. Yeah, that was. It, it that was. was. Another, that was another transition for us. But the bigger transition for us in that came a little bit later when we got really serious about the business. Like we yeah. really laid down like this is our plan. These are our goals. Here's what we want to do. Here's how we want to make an impact. And... um and we can, do you want me to talk about why those were transitions or do you want to get into that with our tips? Yeah, we can talk about it and we can kind of infuse the okay. tips into it. So okay. um, I guess let's do this before you start to talk about it. I think our first tip is very important to put out front right now. Okay. And then you can talk about okay. the transitions with, with us. Okay. Um, so let's go into the first tip. Okay. So the first one is to actually acknowledge the transition Um, and this was Daryl's tip and I think it's really smart. He says that some people try to hold on to the moment longer than they need to hold on. And then also some people are pushy like me and try to just hurry up and get the transition moment out of the way. And the key is to find your balance in those two. You don't linger in it, but you also take the time that you do need and you don't hurry up and move forward like I do. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess for my example, um, acknowledging that I was in a transition um, on the football team, I think was the biggest thing, because when I, you know, made the move and, um, you know, I was a part of the team and I went through everything that I went through to even get on the team, um, I still was kind of like I deserve to be here. I should be here. And I was kind of like stuck in that moment of like I was good in high school. And like, I'm going to come here and like, I'm going to be good here. And I was in for a rude awakening and I didn't acknowledge that I was actually in a moment of transition um, because of the elevation of the intensity of what I was getting ready to go through. And I was stuck in that moment. I was kind of like, yeah, I was, I was a baller in, in high school. I was like, I shouldn't even had to go through what I went through to even make the team. That's how I was Mm -hmm. feeling. Um, But I did it anyways. And I made the team, which I deserve to be here and I should be here. And I skipped over the acknowledgement of like, all right, D, like you got to transition your mindset. You got to transition your thought process. You got to transition from you being a baller in high school to like now you're um, on a team that just won a national championship last year and you got returning players and you got a recruiting class. Um that's coming in as well. And I should have been in a phase of transition. I should have acknowledged it as a transition, but I was coming in and I was like, I should have just, you know, been here and I shouldn't have had to go through what I went through. And they should welcome me with open arms because I was good and I was athletic, even though my coaches at my high school didn't really put me in the best best position mm-hmm. by training me, by educating me, by teaching me, by telling me about the opportunities at the next level, because I don't remember any of that from high school. I remember is they wanted us to get out there and play for them and win games for them. And that was it period. Mm -hmm. 
never talked about colleges, never talked about the process, never talked about, um, you know, things that will transition to college. And I feel like I never acknowledged it once I got to college that I was in transition, even though I was because I felt like I had a right and I should have had the privilege of just being on a team and coming in just like everybody else and then just moving right into um, that next step. What do you think that would have looked like for you to acknowledge at that point in your life that you were in transition? Um, I think that if I would have acknowledged it, it would have humbled me um, a a little bit more. Also, I think that it would have taken that like that complacency away from my mindset. I think that it would have shifted me uh, as a person to know that, hey, you're transitioning. So there are going to be some things that are different that you're going to have to adjust and adapt to. And I wasn't looking for those things because I was so caught up and stuck in the moment of I deserve to be here. I should be here. Why should I have to do all of these different things, Mm -hmm. even though they're required as a part Mm -hmm. of the transition? And you will never know if you don't acknowledge the transition. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. Yeah. So when I say stuck in the moment, I was stuck in the moment of I was balling out in high school and now I'm here. I'm going to ball out here. Let's go. And I skipped the whole transition phase and the whole transition piece. And when it was like, let's go, the coaches and some of my teammates like hit me over the head and was like, "Uh, where do you think you're going? (laughs) And I never made that transition as smooth. But also in the process, you know, there were a lot of other steps that I had to take, too. Um, So I had a lot going on. I was caught up in a lot. And if I would have just acknowledged that it was a period of transition um, and then one of our other steps that's coming up later, if I would have took it um, that into consideration, I think that it would have definitely helped me and put me in a better position. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. So what about us? Well, oh, okay. So acknowledging the transition, I would say, well, okay, I like this one and I like our two examples because I think that they're stark contrast of each other. Mm -hmm. So when we found out we were pregnant with Anna. Yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Surprise. Yep. Um. We had to acknowledge that transition. Oh, heck yeah. Like We didn't have a choice. We didn't have a choice. It was like, all right, cool. Like, I mean, literally, like, we found out we were pregnant. We thought we, we thought that I was pregnant. And it was two days later we found out for sure. Yeah. At the same time, we found out we were having a girl. Oh, yeah, we found out. Which means I was pretty far along. Oh, so, 20 weeks. Yeah, 20 weeks. Um, we oh, talk yeah, I know. <laughs> all about this in one of our podcasts, and we'll link it in the show notes below if you're just joining us yeah. so you can hear the full story. Um, but I think for us, that transition happened automatically, like in the moment. Definitely. We knew our lives were completely different. Mm-hmm. And not only that, I mean, it's not... We talk about this a little bit, and we were... I mean, we were serious enough. We loved each other, but we hadn't really talked that much about marriage or like we were just kind of enjoying the ride. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you get this new life that's coming in and you're bringing this life in and all of a sudden everything changes. Like you've got to talk about so many different things, including like we, I remember sitting in the doctor's office after the sonogram. So this was the very first doctor's visit we had. That was yeah. three days after we found out that I was pregnant. And you were like, well, you want to move in with me? Yeah. <laughs> so not only did we have this huge transition of bringing our daughter and starting a family 
and kind of finding out about it. This was the other piece that, and it kind of goes into our next tip. So I hate yeah, to talk too much no, about it, but good. Um, it was. Let's flow with it. Okay. It, we were not, we didn't, I was okay. I felt okay. I felt like I accepted it. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about before with my personality that I'm flexible and I, I'm adaptable. So I right. got it. I accepted it. And Daryl was like, well, we only have 20 weeks to prepare. Yep. And that was like his first, I still remember like that stuck out to me that that was your, one of your first inclinations. Cause I was like, I didn't think about that. Like, we're just going to do what we got to do at this point. And you're like, we only have 20 weeks to prepare. And that was when we first started learning about, like, we kind of knew each other's personalities in that way. But I was like, oh, this is for real. Like, I knew he was a planner, <laughs> but this is for real. Like, he's upset that we have 20 weeks to me. I'm like, 20, 20 weeks, weeks is forever. Yeah. It's not, by the way, now that I'm a parent, I know that it's not forever. Nope. But at the time, you know. So anyway, I think that was one that we had to acknowledge a transition. Yeah, definitely. And that made it easier because then after we did that, there were steps laid out for us. Mm -hmm. Like we had to tell people now. And so we had clearly laid out, like we had to communicate because we acknowledged the transition as a couple. Yeah, definitely. We communicated about what the plan was for us moving forward from how do we tell people? How do we then, where, who's whose place are we going to move into? Right. You know, what is, we got to start looking at daycares. Like, how are we going to provide like all of these things? And we had to be very open and communicate. And so I think the acknowledgement, I think that first step is so important. Yeah. And we do that. And because we did that, um, kind of by force, but also it was a choice for both of us to acknowledge it. Cause we could have been yeah. like, Oh my gosh! How did this happen? Like yeah, blah, that's da, true. Da, 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 da. We could have thrown not pity parties because we were excited. Yeah, but we at were the same excited. time, we were so surprised. It yeah. was like we we could have gotten into that funk of like yeah, and not really acknowledged the transition part, but yeah. been stuck in the moment stuck about in, like, just the pregnancy what itself. What yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> so we acknowledge. I mean, it. we know what happened. Yeah, we know what happened. <laughs> but um, we acknowledge like, all right, this is a time of transition for us. And let's plan it out. What's our next steps? And it helped us kind of move along at a um, smooth rate. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then my opposite of this for us as a couple was starting the business. Oh, yeah. And I say this because it's not I mean, we we talked and we kind of planned, but we had a lot of iterations along the way, which I think is actually natural. When right. You're starting an entrepreneurship journey. Um we still very openly communicate. I mean, we have open discussions about everything. We talked about it at lunch today and like yeah. we talk about everything constantly and we communicate. But what I think that we weren't really prepared for, and this is, I don't know if we just didn't understand what transition would happen. Um, and we talk a little bit about this and I'll link to this episode too in the show notes about um, the haters episode. Oh Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of acknowledging and fielding the response then that we got. We are a united front at all times and we're pushing out the content we know is exactly what we want to be pushing out. We know it's good content. We know it's helping people and it's changing lives. And we had, you know, three or four separate people say to both Daryl and I today, like how amazing our content is and that yeah. they're so glad they found us and that's great and we love hearing that um but managing 
other people's viewpoints of us mm-hmm. as we made this transition was just it was a transition. Yeah, we definitely didn't acknowledge it because we were no. just stuck in the like the in the moment things that yep. were happening, the day to day, the mundane things. And we missed the whole acknowledgement of like, hey, we're transitioning into something yeah. that we're going to have to be more aware of who we are and what yeah. we're doing. And we're going to also have to be more aware of the perception. Yeah. Um, you know, not from a, a point of view of that. We have to make sure and think about and care what other people are thinking about what we're doing and what they're saying about what we're doing, but we just have to be aware of the perceptions and the image that we have and make sure it's the image that we want. And we didn't even think about transitioning into that or that thought Mm -hmm. process because we were just doing the day, the day to day things, Mm -hmm. the mundane things like, all right, we got to do this. Cool. And we were actually in a transition. We're actually elevating step by step along the way. And we never acknowledged those transitions and we kept tripping up the stairs we did, and it wasn't over ourselves. It was no. over other people. Other people, yeah. And we kept so tripping cra- up the stairs. Isn't yeah. that crazy? That is. And it, and it happens, and I want to say I know that it happens to everybody who is trying to better themselves. That oh, yeah. They end up distancing a lot of times the people that are closest to them. Oh, yeah. Because people just don't understand. They don't see the same vision. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. Yep. I think it's actually a good thing. I just think that we were so surprised by the fact that we didn't expect the reactions from people that we were close to. Right. To be, um, I don't, I don't even think looking back now, having time between between that, what some of the occurrences, and um, I don't think they were negative. No. I just think that they're different perceptions, like you said. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, I understand. And for me at the time, I'm like, so you're telling me, <laughs> this? Is a, I hope this doesn't sound petty, but it could. But in my head, I'm like, so you're telling me that I went from posting like cute cat videos on Facebook to now I'm posting something that is very intentional and that I want to try to motivate somebody or inspire somebody and to make a change in somebody's life. And that is bothering you as a person. Mm-hmm. We had to navigate those relationships and we just weren't prepared for it. Right. And so that's why I say the acknowledgement for us was not there with business. Yeah. And, and the last thing on this, so we can move on and get the other tips in oh, yeah. for the sake of time. The sake of time. Um, yes. yeah. the, uh, the last thing that I definitely want to point out is when you're talking about acknowledging the transition, like you acknowledge it and you understand that you're transitioning to the next level. You're transitioning upward. You're doing better for yourself. You're improving. And sometimes when you're talking about people in that transition, it's going to mean you transition from people. Yeah. So the quicker, the better, uh, the quicker that you acknowledge it, the better that you can prepare yourself and position yourself to kind of move through that transition. But like us, we didn't acknowledge the transition because we were like, oh, we're just doing this thing and it's cool. And people are out there talking about it. We should have been thinking like, hey, we're in the midst of transition. Yeah. How like, do we navigate? How that? do we navigate this? We got to figure out. You it know, it took us literally months afterwards to actually have that conversation with each other about how to navigate other people's perceptions of us. Yeah, so um, that that's the main thing, and that's yes. what we mean by acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Being like, all right, I'm in the midst of transition. Like, I'm elevating. I'm going to the next level. These people right here, sorry y'all. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm still gonna be your friend to talk to you, but I can't engage with you right now because I got other things in mind right now. So, all right, what's the next one? Um, The next tip is give yourself the appropriate amount of time to process your transition. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. So um, in my notes, like you got to use your resources um, and, and in the process, like they're going to be different stages. And for me and my process in my personal um, story, like I just needed time alone to kind of gather my thoughts and to realize exactly what was going on in the transition um, that I was in the midst of. And sometimes, you know, you want to kind of rush through it and you want to get through the transition so that you can be at the place where you see yourself far out. And sometimes you don't give yourself the right amount of time and it ends up doing more harm in the long term because you didn't spend the amount of time that you needed with yourself to reflect. You didn't put yourself in the best position. You just put yourself in any position so that you can get to where you saw yourself a lot quicker and you miss steps along the way and you miss very important things along the way that you will eventually need when you move forward. So um, that's what. um you know, giving yourself the appropriate time to, to kind of process yourself through the transition. I think that's very important. I think this is really important because for us, I can, I can speak about our business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we still talk about this every day, like where we see ourselves and well, you have to, I mean, you have yeah, to. where we see ourselves and what our goals are. And we really don't have an end goal because our goal is to just keep getting better, mm-hmm. keep doing better keep inspiring people, keep motivating people. And as we continue to elevate, bring people up with us, like mm-hmm. that's our goal. So it's never like going to end because every time we take a step higher, we want to bring people with us and we want to elevate and bring mm-hmm. people with us and elevate and bring people with us. Um, and it takes time and there are processes involved. And for us, we constantly discuss it because we know, um, based off of you know other people that we see doing it kind of as a benchmark of where we would like to see ourselves get to and for us we're like all right like we got to push it like we got to get there we got to do this we got to do that like we got goals we're trying to achieve and and sometimes um you know we get too pushy and we move too fast and then that leads us being overwhelmed or taking on more than we can take on Whereas we need to, you know, take a step back, um, give yourself the appropriate time to process through the transitions and be okay with it. I feel like you were just talking to me like we're having this discussion from lunch all over again right now. Oh, well, nah, I was just, (laughs) I was just telling my tip. Uh, We talk about this often. Yeah. Hopefully it helped you. (laughs) (laughs) This is the, I will say like being in a very close intimate relationship with each other and then also like owning a business together is um we we just keep learning every day on how to best relate to each other how to best communicate with each other and we're really like we've got this down but it also means that we're constantly doing it and we're constantly working on it constantly mhm um, so for me, I was thinking about, I mean, definitely the business. Yeah. Um, but I was also thinking about when the example of finding out that we were pregnant, mm-hmm. that I was pregnant, that we were having a baby. Yeah. We was pregnant. You okay? Yeah. Sorry. My eye. 
Oh, I thought you was getting emotional over there. (laughs) For everybody who's watching on YouTube, y'all can see. I I just had an itchy eye. I thought she was getting Uh, emotional. I was going to be like, what? What did I say? No, I'm good. Um, The memories. I thought we were going to have to hit the pause button. (laughs) No, no, no. All right. So, um, but for me, this was thinking about planning as much as possible. And this is where I'm super grateful for you because you do plan as much as possible and for me, I'm like, let me jump in head first and mm. see what happens and where yeah. we go. And that's worked for me for a lot of my life. And so why not now? But with that specifically, like adding to our family, we had to really plan and thank God for you because I don't think that I would have planned like you did. I mean, you even thought down to the T of like, we're going to have to sell all your furniture and get new furniture. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Like the baby needs somewhere to sleep, too. (laughs) Yep. That's what I do. But planning was super, super important for us in that. Yeah. And, you know, the 20 weeks, we really didn't give ourselves the appropriate amount of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was kind of by, I don't know. I'm not going to say we didn't give ourselves the appropriate amount of time, but. It just happened a lot quicker, and yeah, we were just at a point to where we had to kind of just. We do always joke about the forward. fact that I had like half a pregnancy. Yeah, because I didn't even know for the first twenty weeks. Yeah, and I feel so. I, I apologize to my fellow ladies who you know the minute you're pregnant because I had one of those pregnancies too. Oh yeah, I was miserable for almost the entire pregnancy. Yeah, bad rest. Yeah, I so. guess karma. Like you get a good one, <laughs> and then and then you get one who. Sounds like he's up right now. <laughs> yeah, Vaughn, he is up. I hear him in there moaning and groaning. Oh, goodness. All right, what's, what's next? We're not going to rush, dude. We're going to give it to the people still. Oh, yeah. But they get in real life right now. Our son just woke up. Yeah. So if we have to pause it, we'll be back. Yeah, definitely. Um. So anyway, so our last tip is patience. Patience. During the transition. Yes. Talking about patience. Talking about patience. Good Lord. Um. I have a couple of real life. Uh, yeah, real life. Real I have a life. couple of things that I have listed under patience. Okay. Um, the first thing that I have listed is that this is probably the most difficult because in society and in the world today, everything is accessible and everything comes to us such fast pace. Yeah, so that's when true. Yeah, so when you're talking about transitioning, you have information at your fingertips. You have um, the next step, the next opportunities within close proximity. So just the nature of society and the culture of um, America now with access to everything, patience is kind of going out of the window because you can get everything you need almost immediately. Yeah, it doesn't uh, really foster Patient. No, not at all. But when you're talking about transitioning, though, um, I think that is very important to remember that you have to be patient because throughout the process of you transitioning, you're going to learn different things. You're going to have different experiences and it's going to help and play a vital role in in your overall success. So if you're rushing through it and you're not patient and you have the access to the information and you're moving along really fast and not paying attention to what you're doing, you're going to miss some very important steps. And then once you get to where you want to be, you're going to stop and you're going to think, oh man, did I miss this experience or did I not get this experience? And you're going to end up backtracking because you weren't patient enough throughout the process in your transition. So Um, almost like you got to see what the lessons are in the transition process that you can take away 
so that there's because there's always something that you learn. Exactly. Always something that you learn. And, And when we talk about relationships, like if you're rushing through it, you might just miss that opportunity to engage or be in relationship with that one person that may be able to help you even elevate higher than you think you can or then the position that you skip over this person by not being patient and you get to. So, um, I mean, by rushing through, you miss out on opportunities by not being patient. You miss out on opportunities and that can be relationship based. That can be experience based. That can be skill based. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very important to be patient and to slow down and to go through the process, go through the process step by step, because when you start jumping steps, steps and skipping steps, you're going to miss a step. You're going to bust your shin wide open. You know what I think about when we talk about this, about being patient in the process, yeah. when we talk about relationships, I what think about, about all, I think about in romantic relationships, romantic, romantic, come on, people are not patient to go through the process and they want to rush everything. Yeah. Right. To yeah, like they do. Get to the next stage. Yep, the next stage. Especially if you're like our age. Wait a minute now. Why you got to go there? No, Lord. Here she go again. Talking about age, putting age and stuff out there. But go ahead. Sorry, I'm. I'm. I support you, baby. Well, Whatever you're talking about. So I just think about transitions and relationships because I think this is super relevant. It is. In that a lot of people want to be at the. Well, we've oh. I know we were listening to um, Steve Harvey this morning and they do the strawberry letter. Oh, Lord Jesus. And this, (laughs) I love a strawberry letter. Okay. And I think this one was about how it had been like four years and her boyfriend had never proposed. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But I think that there are lessons to be learned because I feel like in romantic relationships, we, by we, I mean usually women, are putting like this time frame on like if I'm in this relationship and it's serious and I'm not engaged in the next two years then the relationship is a failure or I have to give him an ultimatum or like something like that and I think the transition process I like what you're saying about being patient because there's so much that you can learn in that process about each other when you need to just be quiet and still and you don't need to be pushing for like I need a proposal or now I need to have a baby now that we're married or like I need to have all these things I think that there is there is depth in the patience and in the waiting that you can learn and you can learn from each other in that point in time definitely and I think that you made a good point earlier in the episode about balance Mm -hmm. I think you said that about Mm -hmm. the first tip of acknowledging Um, the transition I think it was there Mm -hmm. and I think that with any of these tips you have to find balance Um, while she's saying be patient if you're like dating somebody for uh, never mind I'm about to call my own self out for an extended period of time and never propose or never make any steps in the right in I'm not gonna even say the right direction in a forward direction right um you know you have to find balance and find what's right for you and and your partner when you're talking about relationships specifically. That's true because then there is a part of me too that I'm like, well, if it's 
if there's something off about the transition, especially yeah. if it involves somebody else, and we talk about relationships a Definitely. lot, if it involves somebody else, there's something off like, okay, maybe it has been four years, like the strawberry letter this morning. Yeah. Like it's been four years and one individual thinks that we should be married by now. And the other individual's like, I'm perfectly happy. I don't need to be married. If that transition and that balance is so off, then there's also the part where you skip patience or you've been patient long enough and you get out. Yeah, definitely. You know, mm-hmm. been yeah. there, done that. You have been there. <laughs> been there, done that. I mean, not to like go and go, I'm gonna go off path for a little bit and, and I'm not, blasting or shaming anybody and i'm not gonna say any names because that's not what i do but i was in a relationship for a very long time and it didn't come with the proposal i mean like six years almost this was like Mm -hmm. you know my most serious relationship before you Mm -hmm. i'm glad it didn't work out but anyways uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad it didn't work out but um you know there was a sense of patience but also like i said finding that balance there were a lot of other factors and things going on as to why and throughout that process I learned a lot about myself and about relationships and um you know that's why I said you have to find that balance yeah Um, because sometimes it may not have even seem like patience yeah either party but in that time that there was waiting yeah, definitely. You learn a lot about yeah. the relationship or yeah. about each other or, you know, like there were there were lessons that you learned. And so that that time of waiting may be, pa- I mean, I like patience because I think it makes sense. But yeah. sometimes it's without patience and that is telling too. Yeah. You're learning a lot in that process. Yeah. And I think and when we're talking about transitions and we're talking about relationships and we're talking about me and um, coming out of that six year relationship was a transition for me. And mm-hmm. I had to be patient coming out of it. Um, and I'm glad that I did because when I came out of that relationship and I transitioned out, I was very patient and I learned like how to acknowledge depression. Like I was depressed mm-hmm. throughout that whole relationship uh, majority of the time, um, you know, and insecurities and all of those different things like throughout the transition of coming out of that and being patient with myself. And do you know, the second, the second tip that we gave, um, like I was like, dang, I learned a lot and I covered a lot of ground and I did it step by step. Um, so I gave myself the appropriate amount of time Mm -hmm. coming out of that trend or coming out of that relationship and transition. And then I was patient with myself Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about relationships in general and what I had experienced in a previous relationship and the depressions that I was the depression state that I was in and and everything that was going on. So I'm um, definitely patient is important. But while we're talking about that, I yeah. want to kind of bring it back through. Um, I think that's important because no matter what transition you're in, you can learn a lot about some of those sub context yeah. in your personality and your life of what's Definitely. going on of like you might be in the middle of a huge transition yeah. and you may not realize that like oh I am depressed yep. or I exactly. have been depressed mm-hmm. and maybe the transition is bringing it to light yep um, and I think that's really important because then you can get the help that you need to get. Definitely. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah I didn't yeah. plan on going there but since we was talking about it I guess I just kind of 
put it out there. That's good. Hopefully I mean, it helped somebody because it came yeah. up and it came to the forefront. So I just let it out. I think that's one of the most relatable. Like when we talk about romantic relationships, it's something yeah. that everybody is involved in at some point or another. And like, right. that's very relatable. I think it's something that you need to talk about. So All right. um, anyway, so I th- so that's our last tip. Yeah. Is to be patient. And so let's recap just really quick um, about okay. what we did talk about. And so when going through transition and we gave the examples of us finding out that we were adding to our family for the first time. Right. Uh, or starting a family technically. Yeah. Um, well, starting, we had Lainey. We, yeah. So we were kind of adding to the family. That's true. Um, anyways. Anyways. And then starting the business and just navigating some of those external or relationships that are external to us as a team, as a couple. Right. Um, and then acknowledging your high school to college transition, I think is really important. And especially if we have that population listening to us. Yes. Um, and then our tips were to acknowledge the transition. So don't a ignore it or wallow in it. Um, and B don't be like me and my personality. And I just fast forward. I'm like, okay, this is happening. What's the next step? You know, I think there's, um, definitely times that you want to stop and reflect on and acknowledge that transition. Um, the second is you want to give yourself the appropriate amount of time to process the transition. And within that, you want to use things like use your resources. You want to really plan and lay plans out um, and think about those as much as possible. Take time for self-care and to be alone if you need to. Yes. Um, and then the third one was just to be patient and to learn the lessons of the transition. And we talked about patience in a variety of contexts. Um, and sometimes that was actual patience and sometimes it may not have looked like patience, but it was more like waiting. Um, but you're learning the lessons that you need to learn in between your life lessons for that. So absolutely. That was great. I think you covered all those tips very well and laid them out. So if you're in the midst of transition, acknowledge it, give yourself an appropriate amount of time and just be patient. And I guarantee you, if you do those three things along with whatever else um, you need for yourself and your personality, like you're going to make it through and you're going to look back and be like, man, like that transition, you know, it worked out for me and I came away from it um, elevated, more successful than I was when I went into it. So Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Transitions are good. I like transitions. Yeah, so. Yep, okay. Well, that's all we've got. All right, until the next time, people. Bye. Peace. Hey, everybody. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the Success in Black and White podcast. You'll get notified every time a new episode is posted, which is every Tuesday. If you loved this episode, help us spread the love. Rate and leave a review on our iTunes podcast episode. Also, share that you listen on social media and tag us on your posts. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all social media platforms. And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all social media platforms as well. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh, you sound like Keith Sweat. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, did it record? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>